what just happened? Like, how did this happen to us? Um, so you thought a placenta was coming out of your body. And yeah. when you, the moment you felt you birthed the placenta, it, you found out it was another baby. <laughs> I was in shock. I was, I was in a lot of shock. She never felt two babies. She never heard two babies. They, the twins were only six minutes apart. And so I thought that I was pushing the placenta out. And I hear her say, we have a surprise twin. I'm Cynthia Overgaard, owner of Hypnobirthing of Connecticut, childbirth advocate, and postpartum support specialist. And I'm Trisha Ludwig, certified nurse midwife and international board certified lactation consultant. And this is the Down to Birth podcast. Childbirth is something we're made to do. But how do we have our safest and most satisfying experience in today's medical culture? Let's dispel the myths and get down to birth. Hi, everyone. I am Elizabeth Parsons. I am over on Instagram at Purely Parsons, where I share all things motherhood, birth, wellness, faith. Um, I talk about a lot of different things that I'm passionate about and birth is definitely one of those. And I am um, so excited to be here today to share my last birth story, which is um, a twin surprise home birth story, um, which is not something that you hear about a lot these days, but um, I'm grateful that it is mine to tell. <laughs> Um, a little bit about me. If you um, are not familiar, I am a mama to five. We have one on the way due in January, um, confirmed just one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a former pediatric nurse. I came home in 2020, um, and have been home with my kids ever since we homeschool, we homestead, we have 70 acres in the Appalachian mountains. I'm sorry, Appalachian. We just moved here. And I've heard that if you say Appalachian, people will be like, they know you're not from here. Um, and we have cows and dogs and chickens. And so that's a little bit about me. So I think you answered my question. Um, <laughs> I, my question was, was your unexpected twin home birth an unplanned home birth of twins or you were planning a home birth and you didn't know you were having two babies? It was a planned home birth and I didn't know that there was two. I had full prenatal care with a midwife of 40 years. What? Um, so this was not something that was like negligence. <laughs> you you um, didn't know there were two, but you ended up being surprised that you had two babies that day. Did she yes. just miss it? Or so she, it was 2020 and I declined the, the 20 week ultrasound, which is usually the only one I get anyway. Um, I declined it and she was okay with that. Um, just cause I didn't want to have to deal with like going into the hospital during 2020 and, just deal with all of that. And so, but she never felt two babies. She never heard two babies. I did get an ultrasound the day before I went into labor just to make sure that positioning was good and that there was only one and they didn't see two. So (laughs) even on an ultrasound at the end of pregnancy, Mm -hmm. only one baby was seen. That is wild. It is. It is. So you must've been so shocked. Well, and I feel like when you're, when you're living it, it's one thing, but then like looking back, people are like, how did you not know that there was two? I never really felt more kicks. I didn't feel any different. I'm not a small person, so I'm tall and broad. So the way that I carry my babies, um, 
I didn't look much different until the end. And I didn't really have any other symptoms other than just like being really, really tired. My hips hurt really bad. And I had the one thing that was different was I had a lot of swelling in my ankles towards the end, but I kind of contributed to that to just, I had three kids, we had a homestead and Nobody would think that that meant that you were having twins. It must've yeah. been that one, one baby must've just been sort of hiding right behind the first baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess hidden twins are something that like, I guess when you have one, you hear about all the one, all the other people that have had one, but um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy that I even got a scan and they still didn't see it. So I just wasn't supposed to know. And I, I'm honestly thankful that they didn't see two on that scan, because can you imagine finding out 24 hours before you go into labor, Hey, you're having twins <laughs> and having to like mentally like prepare for that. Whereas I just kind of like, it just happened. And, um, I'm thankful for the way that it, that it happened. And they were both so, so healthy, seven pounds, eight ounces and seven pounds, 12 ounces. Um, so they were like full-term babies. <laughs> I went into labor on my due date. So they, I carried them to 40 weeks. That is unbelievable. And I wonder if someone had planted the seed in your mind as society does in every woman's mind when she's carrying twins, like we want to keep them in, keep them in, keep them in. Um, and you know, at the end of pregnancy, like we don't want them to come early and women get so like, they always say, if I go that long, if I make it that far, you didn't have a care in the world as far as when they, when your baby would arrive and they went all the way to 40. Yeah. And, and I, I historically, yeah. I, I carry my babies long. So I was planning on like going past my due date because, you know, that's just what I've always done. None of my babies have come before their due date. And so I was just kind of prepared for that mentally. And so I think that helped, but yeah, there's definitely, especially in the twin world, like heavy, heavy intervention. And, um, we're going to take them at 37 weeks, um, or sooner, you know? So, yeah. So I know everybody is wondering what I am wondering, and I'm sure you've asked yourself this question. Had you found out in that scan the day before you went into labor, would you still have planned a home birth or do you think you would have reconsidered giving birth at home? I think that I would have, um, had to talk to my midwife, um, because I don't, you know, obviously it was, it would have been whatever she was comfortable with. Um, if she was comfortable with it, I probably would have continued and done it at home. Um, she might've wanted me to go to a birth center, which I probably would have, you know, been fine with. Um, I definitely would not have wanted to go to the hospital. Um, I have had three hospital births and this was my first home birth and the baby that I'm expecting now we're going to do a home birth with. It is just, the difference between my hospital births and my home birth with surprise breach twins was j just the differences were astounding. And I, you know, you hear once you go home, you never go back. And um, I'm thankful for the modern medical care industry when we need it. But I think that birth is very over medicalized and we treat it kind of like as this disease that needs to be intervened upon where if you just leave it alone, I think I'm a prime example of that. <laughs> um, it usually turns out fine. And, but ho hold on. So not only did you have unexpected twins at home, you're, they were both breach. Yeah. They were both Frank breach. That's what I wanted to do. Can we go back 
And here, and, and, and as like much detail as humanly possible, because I can't wait to try to imagine that moment after one baby was out and you all realized <laughs> one was in there. I, I want that in slow motion, please. But can you talk about like calling your midwife because you were in labor and you, you didn't even know. Yeah, one. Tell us the you story. Know, did, did you know that first one was breech because of the ultrasound? Did you think you had one? No, so the first, so in the ultrasound, there was one, they saw one baby and he was head down and engaged. Oh, okay. So they flipped during labor. So I wouldn't have even known, even if I was doing it in a hospital, they wouldn't have known breach until they were coming out because, um, what we think happened is baby, I'm just going to say baby A, baby B. So baby B was the one that was seen in the ultrasound. Cause she said he had a lot of hair and only one of them had hair. And, um, he came out second. So I think he was head down. And then at some point, he, uh, baby A came and like kicked him out of the way <laughs> and he went up and then baby, baby A came out first. So you are just so reaffirming that you were meant to give birth at home to these babies, because the fact that it was missed on ultrasound, that there were two babies and that one was vertex. And then less than 24 hours later with twins who do not have an easy time moving around yeah. inside yeah. your body at this stage of pregnancy at 40 yeah. weeks. I mean, had it, had it been, had it been a breech baby or had they known you were having twins? And certainly if your midwife knew it was breech twins, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't have been giving birth at home. Hey there, all you amazing, strong, and beautiful women, especially you new moms and moms to be. I'm Taylor, co-founder and CEO of Vitality. And I'm Taylor's sister, Chloe, co-founder and chief design officer. We started Vitality to encourage and empower everyone to live a vibrant life. We're all about supporting women, especially on the journey to motherhood. When I was pregnant, I really struggled to find comfy leggings that I could wear all day, every day. So we set out to make the best maternity pants out there. We took those pain points and designed pieces that were supportive and comfortable, including details like a high-rise fit, underbelly seam, raw cut hems, and to top it off, we have an embedded silicone panel that acts like a built-in suspension system for your low back, which is the first of its kind. So we designed this line in our Marshmallow Soft Cloud 2 fabric in not only a maternity pant, but a volley and biker short as well. Let me tell you, all of these pieces are a game changer. Just go to shopvitality.com and cherry on top, you guys can use code down to birth at checkout to get 10% off your order. 10% off athleisure designed for pregnancy during pregnancy. Down to birth is sponsored by Postpartum Soothe. Recovering from a vaginal birth takes many women by surprise. Everyday activities like sitting, walking, and going to the bathroom can be uncomfortable. And Postpartum Soothe is just the remedy to support your healing and relieve discomfort. Postpartum Soothe is a 100% organic herbal blend that's applied to maternity pads in the days immediately following your birth, giving you all the benefits of a sitz bath 24-7. That's because herbs like comfrey leaf, uva ursi, and witch hazel are known for their antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. Postpartum Soothe can be prepared anytime during the third trimester, and it makes a beautiful baby gift. It's a must for any woman seeking a faster, easier recovery from a vaginal birth. Visit postpartumsoothe.com. That's postpartumsoothe, S-O-O-T-H-E dot com. And use promo code DOWNTOBIRTH. 
Did you know that 97% of women take a prenatal vitamin, yet 95% of us are still deficient in key nutrients for pregnancy and postpartum? After a long time searching for the optimal prenatal nutrition product, we bring you Needed, a radically better prenatal vitamin. Needed's nutritional products offer nutrients that your body can utilize with doses at optimal versus bare minimum levels and are available in capsules and an easy-to-take vanilla powder, perfect for those moms with pill fatigue or nausea. Needed is a woman-founded company offering a superior nutritional product lineup backed by research, data, and insights from nearly 4,000 women's health experts. Needed offers premium supplements for every stage, from egg quality support for women trying to conceive to lactation support for breastfeeding. And you know, Cynthia and I, we love their botanical sleep and relaxation support packets before bedtime. So if you are looking for a radically different prenatal, head on over to thisisneeded.com and enter down to birth for 20% off your first order. Right. Yeah. And there was a moment during my labor where I know when it happened, we can get there. It yeah. Was, tell us, tell us. It, okay. Um, well, there was my, my birth, tell, my labor. Start the story. Just tell the, <laughs> okay. tell the. So tell I the went, story. I went into, I actually had a midwife appointment the day that I went into labor and they got there at like 10 AM. It was, um, my due date. And I was having contractions at that point. And I think that they could just kind of tell, like you could, you know, this could be turning into something. And so she was like, well, we have another appointment after you. So we're going to go to that. You let us know if they progress at all. And then they left. And, um, I think she had checked me and I was like three centimeters dilated. I don't get checked usually until like the very end, um, just out of my own curiosity, because we know that it doesn't really mean anything and it can change so quickly, but usually by the end, my willpower is, (laughs) I want to know. So she checked me for the first time and I was three centimeters at that appointment. And then she said, call us if anything happens. The appointment that they had was an hour and a half away. And she ended up texting me and saying, Hey, we're going to stay close by. Um, cause I think that they just kind of knew. And from that time, um, my contractions had started to be more frequent, more intense. And she was like, time them, let me know. And I said, well, they're coming like every three to four minutes and they're lasting like 45 seconds. So she was like, okay, well, we're going to eat lunch and head back. And so that's what they did. And it was a really, really easy, great day. Like it was, I just got the freedom to walk around our acreage. I had just like a sports bra on. So the sun was, sh- it was like October in Texas. Right. So it's like gorgeous and it was just perfect. It was calm. I was listening to my birth playlist. Um, and I was just getting in that mentality that like, this is the day that I'm going to get to meet my baby. And so, um, I labored that whole day into the evening. They were making sure I was eating and drinking, which is another thing that I'm just like, astounded by the fact that we are literally like starving women in labor in the hospital. Like we are running a marathon. We need to fuel our bodies. Um, and so they were, you know, encouraging me to stay hydrated, stay well nourished. Um, and by like five o'clock, I wanted her to check me again. And she said I was a seven. So I was like, okay, this is amazing. Like this is going to like, I'm going into transition transition and historically transition was a pretty quick process for me. 
well. <laughs> that is not how it happened with the twins. So she told me I was a, a seven. So we blew or we um, filled up the birth tub and I got in, labored a little bit in there. Um, and then a couple hours later, I had her check me again and I was still a seven. And she could tell, I think, that I was a little bit discouraged by that. Um, and so she was like, why don't you lay down and rest and try and sleep, take a nap? And I was like, you're crazy. Like, I'm about to go into transition. Why Why would I want to lay down and, and nap? Um, but I think that she just knew my body needed that like mental and physical rest. And I was actually able to sleep for like an hour, which is crazy. Um, I mean, in between contractions, I was able to sleep. <laughs> and it was probably like the best hour of sleep you had in yeah. the next few months. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Log all the sleep you can. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I woke up and, uh, I got up and went to the bathroom and I had the most intense contractions back to back to back, like three contractions in a row. And that is where I feel like instinctually, I feel like that's when they flipped, um, and, um, kind of got into place. And I think because, because it was, because they were breach and because they were not, fully engaged. I think that's why my labor was a little bit slower, um, you know, from transition on, but I went and I told them, I was like, if that, if this keeps happening, like this is not going to take long. So this was around midnight and, um, they got me on the birth stool and I labored on the birth stool for a little bit. And it was a really, really crazy experience. I had one, one of my regrets is that I did not have a birth photographer for this birth. Um, because I would have loved to like relive some of these moments, like with good photos, you know, instead of like the grainy ones I have, but I was on the birth stool and my, um, bag of waters started to inflate and like come out of my body, like a balloon. And it was the weirdest sensation I've ever experienced. And I was like freaking out. I was like, it's going to go everywhere. Like you're going to get soaked. And, you know, <laughs> just like the the things that you think about that you're concerned about when you're like in labor, it's so silly looking back, like they didn't care. Um, and it did, it popped and it went on the floor and there was tarps and it was fine. Um, and then after that, I got back in the tub and it was like, I was in full transition getting ready to push. So I get back in the birth tub cause they were having to like warm the water and make sure that, you know, it was going to be warm enough for the baby. And this was around 1am. And so I get in the birth tub and, um, I historically do not push for very long. I am, I guess, a very effective pusher, um, which is, you know, you can feel everything and you know, when your contractions are coming. And so I think I pushed for like five minutes and, the baby came out, which we had already named him Silas. And so we started calling him Silas. He came out and I heard my midwife say, we have a breech twin or we have a breech baby and it's a boy. Congratulations. Like you're amazing. You just delivered a surprise breech baby. <laughs> Little Wait, did we hold know. On. So you had not had any cervical exam. So she did not know until baby's bum was coming through. 
that. Right. That I didn't have any more cervical speech. exams. Cause I just told her, I was like, I feel pushy. And she's like, just do whatever so your body feels. What, what, what did she say in the moment when she saw the butt coming? Um, I don't remember if she said anything as I was pushing. Cause she wasn't really, she just kind of let me push. She, I don't really even think she was really up there. Like you know, no, so she was just, okay. So you were kind of on your own and she would maybe didn't even know that you were giving. Yeah. And honestly, it, it's a little bit of a blur. She, she might've been, but I don't really think she said she anything. I don't, a- yeah, she didn't make a, a big deal about it. Um, but he, you know, she did get in there and catch him. I didn't like catch him or anything. Um, so she knew at some point when he was coming out that he was breached, but I don't think that she said anything. I think she just handled it. Here, this is what's yeah. happening. Yeah which is a, a far cry from the modern OB world where they're not really trained to, to handle breach. Um, but it's a variation out, of normal. It's a variation of normal. When he came out, she said like, congratulations, you have a breach baby boy. She said that because he was already out. She said, she said, you just delivered a breach baby. Like you're amazing. Like, you know, cause we didn't know he was breach and she was just like empowering me. Like you just did that and you're amazing. And so, um, I had him on my chest and, you know, just that after birth high, you're just like, you're so happy and there's nothing like it. And then you're thinking, um, what more could I possibly <laughs> want right now? And then <laughs> you have another baby. So what, ha- what happened? Like, go really slow here. Like, what is the, okay. anyone had an ankle <laughs> details, there was another baby in there. Did you birth a placenta next? What, no, what exactly? No. Okay. What exactly happened? So I was, um, on my knees is how I birthed Silas. And so I had set back and I was holding him on my chest and just like crying and just really happy. And my husband, he wasn't in the birth tub with me, but he was behind me. Um, and he was just like, you did it. You did it. Congratulations. And, um, I do have a couple pictures from in between the twins where I have Silas on my chest. Um, and I can, I can send it to you. It's pretty crazy to see now because Silas is on my chest and you can see my belly. And it was like, there's another baby in there. Like, there's, oh my God. you know, your, your belly still is, it looks about six months pregnant after you push the baby out. But this was like, it still, still looked like there was another seven pound, 12, ba- 12, 12 ounce baby in there. Um, and I don't know at what point my midwife knew, like, I don't know if she had, she knew right after that, but she definitely knew at some point and didn't say anything because, um, there's a video where I am contracting, you know, you have afterbirth contractions to get the placenta out and those usually aren't like anything super intense, but I was like, they were like contractions. Like I was like pushing, like I was bearing down and, um, yeah, that doesn't happen with, with no, (laughs) no. And I heard her say, are you, are you having another contraction? Like in, in kind of like a very inquisitive, like what's going on here way. And so I think definitely at that point, she was like, something else is going on here. So, um, I just, I just contracted for they, the twins were only six minutes apart. And so I thought that I was pushing the placenta out and I hear her say, we have a surprise twin also breach. <laughs> um, and she just puts them on my chest. And, you know, obviously there's like a little bit of, a little bit of like frantic, 
<laughs> I had three midwives in the room. Um, and so they're trying to like record everything and, and check Gideon is the second one that came out and make sure that he was like breathing and all was well. And, um, yeah. And so I'm just like in shock, like, how do you even, like, how do you even process that? So did she um, say it? when he was emerging and then seconds later he was on your chest did you have almost no time to process it until he was no ready? no no time at all she didn't she didn't say i see another butt she didn't say there's another baby coming the only thing i remember is her saying we have a surprise twin and you know also breach they were both frank breach so they were butt first so um, you thought a placenta was coming out of your body mm-hmm. And yeah. when you, the moment you felt you birthed the placenta, it, you found out it was another baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it felt very similar. Like once you've pushed one baby out, it's like pushing another one out is it wasn't really painful at that point because it's all open. stretched out. Yeah. So it, you know, it didn't feel really much different than I would imagine, like just like birthing the placenta, but, um, Yeah. I didn't know until he was literally on my chest. What happened? You went into shock. Talk about that. <laughs> I was in shock. I was, I was in a lot of shock. Um, I think like my husband was just there and we were just both, we just kept looking at each other. I'll send you that picture too. Like I have a picture of us just like looking at each other. He's got one baby and I've got the other one. And we're just like, what just happened? Like, how did this happen to us? Um, and yeah. So I, she, she wanted me to get out of the tub at that point into the bed so that she could examine things. So I actually birthed the, the placenta in the bed. Um, and it looked like there was just one. So we thought that they might've been, um, identical, but there was, it was like two kind of combined. They, they looked like one placenta cause it was just so big. It was like over three pounds of placenta. Um, then I think I just had lost, I was in shock and I had lost so much fluid and like tissue and baby so fast that, um, I required a little bit of oxygen and some herbs that she had given me, um, to stop some bleeding. And, um, I did have a little bit of retained placenta. So, um, I remember she said, we can either, like I can either get in there and get it out. Um, or if we leave it in, your body's going to think that it's still needing to flush. So, um, I can get in there and get it out or we can go in and they can numb you up. And, and, and I was like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Let's just do it. Like, just get it out. Like I just birthed surprise twins. Like, you know, like I'm I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Like I I'm just, you're going to stay here and I'm going to grit and bear and do it. And it was not pleasant. And it took her about, she worked on me for about an hour getting, making sure that everything was out. My husband had taken the twins. Cause I had, I had had a chance to do skin to skin and nursing and, um, all of that at this point. And so he took the twins, um, all of our other kids were asleep and he just got to like, kind of have that bonding skin to skin time with them for a little bit while she worked on me. And, um, he said he was just out in the living room, like praying for me and my safety. And cause it, it did get, I mean, it's scary to see your wife like pale and, you know, it, it was something that needed to be handled and she was so skilled and I'm so thankful for her knowledge and her like calm head. Um, and she was able to, to handle it. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was wild. Um, 
I'm trying to think if there was anything like major. I did get up to go to the bathroom and I remember, I remember feeling like lightheaded, which is understandable for what I had just gone through. And I, um, I didn't like pass out and like fall, but like, I just felt very faint. And I remember them lowering me onto the floor and then they brought me some lasagna and I ate like a whole thing of lasagna and I was like golden. (laughs) So (laughs) I just needed some, some fuel. Absolutely. Do you remember at what point it sort of like hit you that you just had two babies instead of one and the reality of like, oh my gosh, we now have double the children that we were expecting. Yeah. We went from three to five and that's, that's a big jump, especially when you're not expecting it. I think it was probably like a slow, I don't think it was ever like, you know, I, I think being in the bed and like having to figure out like, how am I going to put two on my boobs at the same time? Like, I think that was probably one of the moments where I was like, oh my goodness, like there's, there's two. Um, but I think I was just in such shock. Um, and I think that probably lasted for (laughs) a couple days. Um, and How, how about your husband, your other children? Like what were their responses? They were, my husband was amazing. He's such a good support system. And he's always kind of joked, like, it would be so fun to have twins. <laughs> um, cause like, if you're going to have, you know, two babies, like just get them, just knock them out and just have twins. And how fun would that be? And so be careful what you wish for. Um, so he was, I think he was, you know, obviously also shocked, but, um, he was thrilled. Um, and then my kids, the next morning they came into the bedroom and I was holding Silas and, uh, they were young at this. I mean, my oldest was seven. And so I had a seven, five and a three-year-old. And so they came in and we were like, here's Silas. And then we were like, look, go look in the crib. And they like went over there and they were like, what? There's two. So they were, they were surprised as well. Um, I don't think they were at the age where they could really like understand what had happened, like that we weren't expecting two and then two came out. Like we didn't really, you know, go into that great of depth of detail, but now they understand. Um, and they were so excited. I mean, they get two like babies to, to hold and to take care of. And, um, we got to tell our families and, um, we kept it at this point I had a following, um, but it wasn't like, close to what I have now, but it was still to the point where I was like, how am I going to share this? Because, you know, people knew that I was in labor and they were like expecting the birth announcement. Um, so we took a few days to ourselves and just to like, be able to tell our, all of our family members. And cause we didn't have anybody living in Texas. So everybody was remote. Um, and yeah, we just kind of, hunkered down. And it was so, so nice that we didn't have to scramble to like buy another car seat to take the baby home in. And like, you know, it was just like, you're just home. And my midwives stayed with me for, you know, a few hours after, and then she came back and checked on me, um, at like 48 hours. And, um, my healing was, was great. I had really, really bad, um, like after what do they call them? Um, after birth, after birth contractions, like for a little while. Um, but other than that, like for having surprise twins, like 
I was up and and moving. I do remember it being a lot more painful to get up and move around the first couple of days than any of my other births, but um, I healed great. I didn't tear. Um, that, that pain that you felt might've been because she was inside handling your uterus so much for a whole hour. She was probably like scraping the interior wall of the uterus. Hmm. That that would just be, that was I, honestly, that was the worst that part. Is, that's right. Yeah, I can't believe it lasted that long. I guess she was very slow and gentle. She was probably very slow and gentle. And it was very tender. And yeah. um, so I mean, you know, if you've ever gotten stitched, like it's so tender down there, even when they do numbing stuff, it can still be really tender, but, um, and I didn't obviously have anything to numb it. So, um, not pleasant. I don't ever wish to have that happen again, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, I had a great healing process and, um, my emotions were great. My, like, I didn't have postpartum depression or baby blues or anything like that. Um, so it was, it was amazing. Um, I was just extremely sleep deprived for like six months. Um, I think I slept in like 15 minute increments for the first two months. Um, and so I was very thankful that my husband had a flexible job and it was 2020 again. So he was already working from home. And so he was able to like, let me sleep in the mornings and get some rest. And, um, other than the sleep deprivation. And, um, I had some, like, we had to supplement, um, unexpectedly, like other than those two things, like everything was great <laughs> other than just like, you know, getting adjusted to, to the, the hugest surprise of our lives. <laughs> Thanks for joining us at the Down to Birth Show. You can reach us at Down to Birth Show on Instagram or email us at contact at downtobirthshow.com. All of Cynthia's classes and Trisha's breastfeeding services are held live, online, serving women and couples everywhere. Please remember this information is made available to you for educational and informational purposes only. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice. For our full disclaimer, visit downtobirthshow.com slash disclaimer. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, hear everyone and listen to yourself. It's just going to feel comparatively so much easier. So much easier. (laughs) I mean, it's never easy, but comparatively, it's going to feel... It's going to feel like a walk in the park. Plus, you're a pro at it at this point. I mean, I don't know, but I'm just really excited. I'm sure you are. (laughs)